0: Watch me.
1: What an absolutely perfect song! To enter all about relationships, it's from the art of dysfunction. (laughs) Edge Radio Australia, how are you going, Wayne, mate? Great to see you here.
0: Thank you very much. Okay.
1: Are you ready to talk about relationships? I am.
0: Oh, hang on. I almost thought a bit of Elvis come through.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you you very much. Absolutely. Elvis has left the building. He has. In fact, he just walked out with his big wild beard going on the whole lot. Thank you, Roscoe, mate. What an absolute top show. Um, I was actually out and about, driving along, got the tunes pumping, and yes, he... He nails it every time. Um, look, I don't know how you describe your sense of humour. It's quick-witted, it's intelligent, and and it contains bum jokes. I mean, it's got everything covered, right? It's a bit of everything. So, from the sublime to the ridiculous, are we mm-hmm. ready for tonight's show, mate? Ooh, always. All right, let's rock and roll now. Obviously, we're here to do all about relationships. We've got Wayne here, who we, we like to refer to as an expert every time we want to hurt his feelings. <coughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mate, uh, so what's on the show tonight?
0: Well, I gave a little bit of a hint on the last show. You did. Uh, we'd be exploring three very important aspects of relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these three, if you get the combination right... Yep. ...relationship just hums along very nicely. Humming, okay. A lot of the time we get them out of balance... Mm-hmm. And we tend to get them in the wrong order. Right. Okay. I generally find those who are out of balance. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's never a good start anyway. And uh, and I don't think the medication gets them in balance. But they you no. go. <laughs> So let's get it in the right order. Let's do it properly. Okay. I jest. But look, the fact is, you know, we're here to learn the lessons too. You know, let's get a. Let's get to that
0: hum, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And of course, these are things that all, pretty much everything we go through are things that I've learned the hard way. Sure. Yeah. So... They do say the best way to get anything right is to get it wrong first, and <laughs> I certainly did that. Anyway, the, That's great. the three parts parts—the <laughs> three parts that I'm talking about are like, love, and lust. Okay. L, L, L. So I thought we'd explore them. Okay. Um, the balance between the three is pretty critical. They don't all have to be present at first because some take time to develop, and yeah. others are... Pretty well immediate. Yeah, obviously. As long as at some point you get them in balance, the relationship goes quite nicely. Sure. So usually what we do, or I'll start off with this. Whenever you have a couple who've had a a long and successful relationship, Mm. they get interviewed and they get asked, you know, what's your secret? And one that they always trot out is you marry your best friend. Oh, yeah. Heard that one. Mm. Mm -hmm. Which is lovely in theory. Yeah. If you start off with like, which is a good thing, you may not get... The others, so much. Uh,
1: right now, there are literally hundreds of thousands of men who have been friend zoned. Oh, yes. Right? Who are just rolling around on the ground. Okay. So, yes, yes. The, getting stuck on the like level.
0: Yeah. Yep. And, and that's another whole show again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one that I did a number of times. Oh, so. we've, got do, we've
1: got to do a show on that, trust yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, all right. No, well,
0: let's, I'll, I'll make a note here. I'll get my pen. That, carry the two. Yep. yep. Friends, that <laughs> <laughs> carry the two. So oh, oh,
1: it was dear. a three.
0: Now, The importance of these, like I said, Mm -hmm. things like like is relatively simple. Of course. All right. You either like something or you don't. Yeah. Generally, people that we like are people like ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Because we all like to think we're awesome. We do. Yeah. Some people think, some people know. (laughs) (laughs) Some people think a little too much. (laughs) Exactly. So if they're... Like us, they must also be awesome. Okay. And we also tend to gravitate towards people that have similar views, ah, sense of humor, interests, sure. that sort of thing. So the first thing you need to do is have some things in common with your partner. Very true. You know, you got some similar values, morals, that sort of thing. The big one, and this is one that took me a long time to get my head around, mm-hmm. is love. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So... A lot of people think it's a singular emotion. Mm, okay. So they'll go, I love you. Right. However, love... It, I don't know how many people here would know what I'm talking about now, but a, the old-style graphic equaliser. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay, yeah. For the, for the people that are old enough, <laughs> hello, history. Five stage was always my favourite. Just just the right balance. It wasn't over the top. Yeah. Okay, but we're talking about one those ones that's got like 20 channels oh, type well, thing. Oh, like well, okay. The, the full-on jobby. Right, okay. So imagine that each of those little switches, we'll call them. Mm-hmm. Go slides. 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 Slides, that's They're the word going. I was looking for. Hmm. Each of these slides is tied into a particular aspect or attribute that makes us up okay. in our relationships. Yep. You have trust, respect, honesty, support, mm. all of these sorts of things. And when you first meet someone, they're all low because okay. you don't know how much you can trust them and how True. much respect you've got from etc. et cetera. Yeah, yeah. So that takes time to build up. So you know, you're slowly moving your sliders up as you build up all these various makes aspects. Now, once you get them up to – For you, what is your setting? Because like music, some of us like lots of bass, some like lots of treble. We all have our individual settings. Mm -hmm. So when you get it to your particular setting, then you can go, wow, I think I love this person. Okay. Because everything's just nice. Got the belt. Right. Got that. So that's one where it takes... Time to develop. Okay. All right, and it's always a, a funny one with relationships. You know, you, am I going to be the first one to say it, or mm-hmm. are you going to be the first mm-hmm. one? And then, because then you're committed. You know, it's serious. <laughs> you can't back
1: out. From exactly. There.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. So make sure you don't drink too much and <laughs> blurt that one out and all that. So once you've reached that point where you're comfortable saying it, then you can have the quality relationship. Now, mm-hmm. the other one, which tends to be pretty strong at the start. Fades, however, you can keep it alive is lust. Mm. Okay, Mm. so we're all driven by certain things. Of course, we are. So we're driven visually, we're driven personality wise, we click with them, we have the chemistry as we went through the other week. For sure. So all of these things contribute to a quality relationship. And they are all important because you get a lot, some people will say certain things aren't important.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, and people do.
0: Yeah, and they are all they are all important because if you have them in balance, like I said, you've got a good relationship. So if you've got respect and trust and admiration and support and encouragement for your partner, you love them. Yeah. And if they've got sense. the same for you, they love you. And if you have things in common, you like them and if you roll over in the morning and you look at them and go, Whoa, well, then you know you've got the lust. Uh, okay, can we have the sound effect again? Come on. <laughs> for those that missed it, right. No, that was a one-off. One-off. Oh, one-off, yeah. Missed it. you have to wish, listen oh, again Sunday for that one. Absolutely. I've got the lust for that. Trust <laughs> me. And, and lust is an interesting thing because it is. when we're first triggered by it, mm. it's very full-on, it's oh, very man. intense, yep. you know, we can't get enough of them. And it tends to fade because you can only keep that sort of lust up for so long. Absolutely. And that then turns into passion, which means you've got a great emotional attachment to someone okay. on a deeper level and on a physical level and on a sexual level. So all of these levels give you that passion for the person. Makes sense. Yep. Yeah. So that's basically what I was going to talk about. Now, the, the interesting thing about lust, mm. obviously when we're younger – Yes. It's obviously considerably stronger because we have <laughs> yes, all yes. our hormones are going nuts. Should I already just
1: rack it up and be ready to play All the Dumb Things by Paul Kelly? Because <laughs> like, trust me, that I can lick that with my, my history of lust, I'll tell you right now. Well,
0: I'd say that applies mm. to all of us, really. <laughs> so I mean, we've us, all yeah. done silly things like that. And it's easy to do because the sad thing is the lust tends to overpower the more sensible part of ourselves. Yeah. So they're the times where we in the morning we go, oops, shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And it can lead to some awkward situations. <laughs> so yeah, that one is something where it takes effort to develop. But sure. Once yeah. you, once you're in the relationship, you've got to put effort into developing it. I agree. Yep. yep. Um, and the like part mm. is being aware of what's important to you. Okay, and this comes back
1: to the values. I'm
0: going to guess it's exactly. On
1: You've here. been paying attention.
0: I Gold just, star for you, young you man. Thank you
1: very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm getting the the set of five. Okay, hey, do I get a free coffee at the end? Damn straight. De- okay, I'm I'm on. I'm on. For this. And a cinnamon bun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. go. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the being aware of that yep. is important, and a lot mm. of people. We think about what we want in a partner, but generally we don't think deep enough. Oh, so true. Yeah. Because we have to look at what's important. Like, mm. I have a lot of people when we're working out what they want as a partner, like, I yep. want them to have a sense of humour. And I touched on this sure. in another I do call. That. If you're not aware of your own sense of humour mm. and why you find it funny, you're not going to get theirs.
1: No, no. Okay. Right, it's uh,
0: true. And you're not going to be able to sit down and watch a comedy together because it just doesn't happen. And, yeah, so – understanding why you need that match yep. is always important. Okay. So some people like a particular level of intellect mm. or a certain level of education or activity. They might have to be physical to a certain level. Yep. So understanding what it is you want and why mm. makes a big difference to okay. finding someone you like. Yeah,
1: because, I mean, humour not, is not black and white, let's face it. People like slapstick.
0: Some people like black humour. I mean, humour is quite a broad stroke. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. And, the the thing is, if your partner likes a particular uh, humour and you don't, mm. you're going to struggle to understand why they find it funny. Yeah, and absolutely. In the meantime, they're having trouble controlling their bladder. Oh,
1: we've all had that look, that oh. plain face, where you're
0: looking at them thinking, oh, honestly, where, where, where? What's the funny bit here? But you know, absolutely. And like I said, and the love is something that takes time to build. Now, this is, like I said, I took some time thinking about mm. all of these things. And you know you get people that will go, oh, well, I don't love you anymore. Mm. It's it's not a on-off switch. You can't just go on-off. Do, do on. you think, though, because I'm not sure about that.
1: I think some people I've met have got an on-off switch. They're, just, they're very easy to, you know, I mean, I think it says a lot about other aspects of their personality. I don't think it's literally just that part of it. Yeah.
0: So I've got two theories on that. Okay. One, they haven't done their homework at the start. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they didn't have enough things in common. Sure. All of that thing to be able to build the love. Mm-hmm. All right? Okay. Okay. So they weren't really in love with you in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, they were going along and saying it. And then sure. they were just like, yeah, I can't keep the charade going anymore. Yeah. Don't love you anymore. Didn't love you in the first place. That's the problem. Yeah. The other one, and this is the more common one, okay. and probably the sadder of the two. Mm. As I said, it's like a graphic equaliser. Yes. So let's say your partner's told you a little bit of a fib. Okay. Well, the trust goes down a little bit. The respect yep. goes yeah. down a little bit. You know, yeah. other things go down a little bit. And this happens over a period of time and they go down, but you don't notice so that true. they go down. Yeah, yeah. And then before you know it, half of them are back at the start mm. and the rest of them are sort of not too far off. And then you suddenly go, oh, I don't love them anymore. Okay. It's not that you don't love them. It was going down you didn't realise it, you didn't repair it, too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It hasn't been that switch. It's been lots of little micro-switches on that's the way. That's the one. That's yeah, the okay. one. Okay, okay.
0: So that's what I've realised. So when I hear these people go, my partner said they didn't love me anymore. It's like, no, they didn't pay attention to the signs. Yep. They didn't put the effort in to repair it. Therefore, both people are at fault.
1: Okay. We actually had a question uh, that came in yesterday about uh, something very, very similar to this. So um, literally... Um so one of our listeners, Mark, has found that his partner has literally just moved out on him. Okay, and she mm-hmm. and he didn't see it coming. You know, mm-hmm. So, you know, we talk about the switch sort of thing. Yep. Um, and you know, obviously he's he's struggling with that in a, in a big way because he thought, hey, things were a little rough. You know, there was yep. a few. But Absolutely. Then all of a sudden. The switch, that the tap's been turned off. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give any advice on on that front?
0: Oh, far out. Let's let's just make it the biggest possible question yes! we can. I know. I'd
1: like to make life hard for you. So
0: the the challenge with this, like I said, with the the love, mm-hmm. it's going down. We don't notice the red flags. We haven't been paying attention. And I've been in this situation sure. where you get blindsided by yep. it, and you just like. You know, I knew you had problems and I understand Mark's position because I've literally been in yep, this where you yep. go, yeah, there's some struggles. Yeah. However, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah. And they're just like, yep, done. I'm, I'm out. And it's yeah. just like, what? I think to some people, you, you're going along, and you think,
1: okay, a relationship, we've got a couple of hills to cross, but they see them as mountains. Mm. And you're seeing them as a hill. And I think that's the difference. So you think you are going through a bit of a rough period, yep. which is going to be sketchy, but you know, you're going to be okay. Like you see the other side, whereas mm-hmm. they kind of go, maybe they don't see a mountain. Maybe they see a brick wall. Maybe that's what it happens. Maybe they've just spent you know like it was once said to me and uh, we we'll, we'll go to a break at you on this if we can because okay i might need uh, i might need some therapy myself but this was what said to me about the difference between men and women when it comes to this point mm-hmm. is by the time a man knows that the relationship's over the woman has already been out for 12 months that has been said to me by mm-hmm people who, you know, they're educated in the old, uh, the world of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not going to say that's the case all the way <laughs> across the bat. As a generalisation, yes. Mm, mm, mm. But uh, I think we'll come back with that after this. Quick little break for the young lust. Yes, Aerosmith did Radio Australia. We've got a little thing all about relationships. The boys, they are in town. It's Devinals here, at Edge Radio Australia. We're doing all this thing about it's about relationships, Wayne and um, mate. We uh, we get see ourselves into some sticky situations here, giving some advice, taking some advice. <laughs> now, before the break, we were talking about uh, a poor fellow who's who's having a bit of a bad mm-hmm. run, um, and the uh, the well, it, as I say that. That level where, as I say, someone said this to me before, and I, I kind of put some credence in it because I've witnessed it myself <coughs> mm-hmm. and I've been involved in it myself, um, the whole statement of that a woman is out of the relationship 12 months before the fella yep. knows about it. Now, I'm sure that's not the case across the board. No, not across the board. No, not at all. But I'm saying, that is it a phenomenon, I guess?
0: Yes, and there's a number of aspects to this. Mm-hmm. First of all, women are better at picking up micro gestures. Spot on. Yep. All right. So for Damn those, those <laughs> here, those that are unaware of what a micro gesture is, we all know what a gesture is. You move your hands, you smile, you blink, that sort of thing. Women tend to be able to pick up micro gestures, so a twitch of your eye, that sort of thing, yep. a lot easier than men do. Sure. So they will tend to give signals mm-hmm. that they're struggling. Yep. And men, don't pick them up. We tend to be oblivious. We tend to need the neon sign. We do. Sometimes even then that doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that part. And the man, unfortunately, we don't tend to get trained in relationships. When we're at school, there's no courses. Our parents don't tend to know any better. Mm -hmm. So we tend to go into relationships completely unarmed as to how to deal with anything. Yep. So, you know, your toolbox is literally just the hammer. Back to the basics. So, when a man generally, Mm. because there are some fantastic men who really know how to take care of a relationship, the ones that haven't learnt the tools, Mm -hmm. a situation will come up and they won't deal with it. And of course, the woman wants to deal with it because they tend to be more adept at at touching their emotions and stuff, voicing them. So, it ends up this loggerheads thing. Okay. So it is one of those really tricky situations where, yes, the woman will go, yeah, I've been putting up with this for so long, nothing's changing, and I've had enough.
1: Okay. It, and, it does
0: sometimes go the other way oh, of
1: course absolutely and I probably <clears throat> and of course I don't know Mark's situation but I'm going to guess that perhaps that situation has happened and therefore yep. you know, it's slowly been happening over, over a period of time yep. and he's not been noticing the signs yep. you know and, and my god that's certainly not me having a god poor old Mark because let's face it I can tell you right now I can sit here very comfortably and say I've been that yeah, you know, in that position, mm. I've been that bloke. Absolutely, you don't see it happening. You're kind of you're busy with life. You're doing this, you're doing that, um, and you don't focus on those little little details.
0: Yeah, and if you've got a family, you know, you've got a couple of young kids sure. as well as your wife. You're working hard mm. on the weekends. You're helping around the house. So, sadly, and I was just talking to some friends about this the other day, where when you've got the kids, they tend to be your focus. Absolutely, and then. You don't put any time into you and then 10, 15, 20 years later you go, who the hell are you? You don't even know who the other person is. And it's that sort of thing. Everything takes a back seat Mm -hmm. that's important and you focus on the day-to-day stuff and then suddenly you've got this relationship that's not working. And there are some people that just go, you know what, I can't do this. I'm not getting any younger. And sadly, there's not an easy way to do it. I mean, there's a – I won't say painless – there's a way to set it up where you can both transition smoothly and easily out of it. Ooh, it's geez. still painful. I'd say, look, everyone needs to know this one then. Because yeah. yeah how do you still, get out without it, hurting people? That's the thing. You, okay. The pain is unavoidable. Unavoidable. You're sure. going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anytime a relationship breaks down, you've got a certain level of disappointment, okay. anger, all of this sort of thing comes sure. out. And that's natural. Mm-hmm. If you actually care about each other, Mm -hmm. so you don't have to love each other, but you've got to care, you know, enough to go... You would think
1: so. You would think that people would still care, even if the love was was gone or strained or whatever the case may be. Exactly. You'd still hope that you'd have that fundamental
0: care. And sadly, we don't. Mm -hmm. Because we tend to be very self-centered. It's all about me. I'm looking after me. That's right. If we sat there and went, you know what? We've given this a good crack Mm -hmm. and it's not working... I don't want us to hurt each other. Sure. We don't need that. I want us to transition smoothly. How can we go about that? And then you sit there and you might need to go to a counsellor or a therapist Mm -hmm. or whatever to be able... Whatever works. Whatever is needed for you both to be heard and have your needs met Mm -hmm. as you move forward, then that transition can be a lot smoother. Now, I had a... Many years ago, after my first marriage ended, mm-hmm. I had a mate of a mate who I'd met a number of times, lovely guy. Sure. My mate says to me, look, he's just split with his missus. Yep. You need someone to live. you got a spare room. I said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course I do. The other wife and kids have moved right. out. Sure. So he moved in. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I loved about his situation is him and his wife both said, you know what, we're both still parents to these oh, kids. So he still be. went there mm-hmm. once a week, mm-hmm. and they had a family dinner. If right. she had to go away on holiday, not had to go away, yeah. wanted to go away on holidays, mm-hmm. he would go and stay in the house so sure. the kids were in a house that was familiar. They didn't yeah. have to go and stay at someone else's yep. house. And they acted like adults, and I was so impressed. Okay, here's my
1: great rebuttal of that, unfortunately. Excellent. Okay. Because that is how it should be. Absolutely 100% agree. Damn straight. Right. Now I've lived this, because mm-hmm. I've done that. I've <laughs> done. My hand up I well. absolutely. I've done exactly what you said. The family dinners, all that kind of carry on. I've been, you know, like literally in a position where I was very lucky. I, I got to see. I was with my kids literally six days out of seven. All of that, right? Fantastic. Now, here's the phenomenon that changes that dynamic. Mm-hmm. As soon as either person meets someone else, dun dun dun. dun then, I have, and in and, and every situation I've ever seen where people have been adults, have been co-parenting and have broken up really softly and it's kind of working. You know, the, there's obviously mm-hmm. the yucky bit, right? But after yep. the yucky bit, you know, it's things that settle down and they're
0: nice. The moment one of those two people starts seeing someone, whoa. So again, this is the communicating. Now, mm-hmm. I had someone a while ago, we're having a talk and I mentioned... Communication sure. key, and they said no. Actually, comprehension is, and I went, oh, that is so good. That is because you can talk, you know, yeah. forever, but if they're not getting it, yep, so true. Then you bugger. Yeah. So when you're transitioning out of your relationship, mm-hmm. you need to do what they call pre framing. Okay. So pre framing is you're basically saying, right, if this situation happens, this yep. is how we should handle it. Okay. So they've basically got a map for what happens. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. So if you say, okay, I understand we split up. We're not together as a couple. Sure. sure. We're still parents to these kids or whatever you're doing, whatever your scenario mm. is. And however, we need to make sure that both of us are safe and protected and supported if – and when mm-hmm. one of us finds a partner. Sure. So this is how we'll deal with it, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then you make sure that both of you get your say mm-hmm. and you both uh, comprehend what the other person's saying. But th- okay.
1: Great, great idea. In theory, In
0: theory is fantastic. Everything works okay? great in theory. It
1: does. Okay, in reality, mm-hmm. jealousy gets involved, nastiness gets involved, spite gets involved, absolutely. Uh, stalking gets involved. You know, people. Uh, it's not that cut and dry. Okay, and and unfortunately, you know, I've well, I've definitely seen the wrong side of this. I, you know, if mm-hmm. and you you if you try to move on with your life, or even if you know, it, or and not even just like okay, not. Your romantic life. Literally, you're just trying to put the pieces of your, mm-hmm. of your life and move into your next sort of chapter, if you like. Yep. That a lot of the times will create a lot of anger. And unfortunately, in a lot of cases, that creates a lot of revenge and a lot of aggravation, a lot of nastiness. So, I mean, what I'm kind of trying to say is what could you possibly put in place? to stop that from happening because it's not a case look the standard thing is and I mean I'm going to say this from a man's point of view okay but okay say if you know, two people break up and whatever time passes the moment that man okay goes and starts seeing another woman his ex turns into a psycho hose beast can right. do Yes, has been my experience. Yes, right. So I will clarify that not standard across <laughs> the board. <laughs> okay, again, seems to be something I, I tend to find myself. So and I and I'm, I'm real about it. I, obviously, I find those personality traits somehow alluring, but <laughs> dig into my psyche, I tell you right now, psychologists could spend a you know a lifetime in it. But um, I, you know, I, I just is there is there tools in that old tool chest that we can use. To stop that from happening, or to see that that's going to happen, perceive that you know, okay, you know that things are not going to be smooth, um, and so you can prevent that anger, and then you can protect your children.
0: <sighs> mm. I make it easy, right? <laughs> you do, but no, this is good. It gets me thinking. I like good, I like good, thinking good, good. occasionally. <laughs> so the again, I'll I'll bring it back around to communication and comprehension. All right. Yep, That's the key. You've sure. got to be able to communicate exact, exactly what you're trying to say, mm-hmm. and they have to comprehend exactly what you're trying to say. Sure. Now, that doesn't guarantee anything. No. What it comes back to, mm-hmm. again, as well as that, is you have to actually care about the person. Mm. Now, if you suddenly go from... Loving them, so all your graphic equaliser is set. <laughs> yes, all right. I love that. And By the way, like okay, as a sound guy, I, that is the best
1: explanation, right? Honestly,
0: you, makes you sense, it. doesn't it? Does? it makes does. sense. So, and they've all dropped down to a level where you're not mm. too too happy with it anymore. Sure. There's still a part of you, if you're a rational human being with a heart mm-hmm. there's still a part of you that doesn't want to see them hurt. Absolutely. Doesn't want to yep. see them falter, fail or look bad as mm-hmm. a parent or whatever it is. Sure. Because if you are wishing that on your ex yep. you need to get some work done.
1: Okay, but that's the reality.
0: I okay, know. That's
1: the reality. And that's, is that's where we but see this, this is s- the
0: key. Sure. Is when they're in that situation where mm-hmm. they don't care about you, they mm-hmm. want to see you hurt Yeah. you're now dealing with something that's big. Sure. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. It can be dealt with, like everything. Everything can be dealt with. Mm-hmm. First of all, you need patience Yeah, and you need tenacity. Sure. So you, you can't give up. And an alibi, yeah. And an alibi, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you've got something good to hide the body. Didn't say that on oh, air. It's called a joke, kids. <laughs> <Exactly>. Settle down. <laughs> and that's, that's where it comes back to, mm. is the if you care. Like my exes, mm. all right? As much as they put me through some hell, yep. I don't wish them pain. I don't wish them hurt. I don't wish them to fail. I don't wish them to never find a partner that gives a toss about them. I'm not that horrible a person. Sure. And and that's where I leave it, mm. basically. But that's
1: healthy. Look, I, I, I'll tell you right now, I'm in the exact same position. And look, my last ex... Did some unbelievable, inconceivably horrible, evil things. Okay, the, the evil's the word I can use, right? Because mm. I genuinely think it's the most accurate. But I literally, and I mean this, I want her to go on and have a great life. Mm. Okay, because otherwise, if If she goes on and has a negative life, that is a negative effect on my children. That is not what I want. Fair point. And I live for my kids, right? Mm. So, from my point of view, that, and I want my kids to have the best experience in life. So, why would I want them to be around that negativity, that toxicity? Okay, Mm. I would love for the old ex to find someone, okay, new that she loves, that you know, that that uh, presses all the buttons, gets the old slides in the equalizer in the right spots for her. That clearly, you know, we didn't have that. Obviously, otherwise, you know, or it wouldn't have run its time, right? Mm. So, uh, I don't know, but that that's okay if you're coming from a place where you genuinely care about people. But if you're coming from, and I'm going to use the word we're all using at the moment, if you're coming from the place of being a narcissist, right? And let's face it, we are in a generation of them at the moment, mm-hmm. okay? Everybody obsessed with their phones, knock, 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 right? Um, it's it, You're not... You're not negotiating with somebody of uh, who has a, has a good spirit, and they're not coming from a place where uh, they want pain. They want to cause pain, and that's a real problem. Whereas, if, if if they're not a rational person, that's probably the word I'm searching for. If you're rational about the way that you end a relationship, then you will go, okay, you know what, hasn't worked out. Boom, boom, boom. How do I make the best out of, you know, the leftovers? <laughs> mm. um, yeah, that's, that's, you know, let's turn the leftover spaghetti bowl into a nice lasagna, okay? Um, you, you try and make the best out of it. And I think that certainly from the questions coming to me from other people and the questions I ask in my own head is, you know, when you want to move on or, you know, I want when you're not dealing with someone who's going to be rational, is there is there other things? There are other tools in the chest that I can reach for, that would make it easier for life to move on.
0: Okay. So I'm going to approach this like you would an illness. Okay. As in, you know, you got a cold or sure. something. So if you've got a cold, mm. you tend to go and grab some cold and flu tablets or whatever. Sure. All right. All they do mm. is take care of the symptoms. Spot on. They don't get rid of the illness, the yep. actual virus that's making you sick. Yep. The same thing with relationships. Okay. All right we tend to just deal with the symptoms rather than the cause. And the cause comes back to we don't get taught about relationships. Okay, Very true. We don't get taught how to communicate. We don't get taught how to deal with conflict. We don't get taught how to connect with people, how to build intimacy and and trust and all of these things. So we tend to have to figure them out by ourselves. Yeah. Problem is by the time we make the mistakes Mm -hmm. it instills in us a lot of anger, frustration, disappointment, all of those not so pleasant feelings. Yeah. And we tend to lash out, unfortunately, at those nearest us. Yeah, it's very All cool. right? So ultimately, the person who's doing the lashing out mm. is full of their own pain, yep. which rather than dealing with it, because, hey, let's not deal with stuff. No. Let's just go to denial.
1: Absolutely. We'll
0: just inflict it on others. And then they take that pain that you've give them, given them and then they give that to others. Okay. okay. Until there's someone who goes, you know what? This stops with time me. time to break the cycle, right? Exactly. Time to the, and
1: I think that's, uh, look, a big part of this is knowing who you are. Absolutely. Yeah. And the fact of, you know, these personality traits that you're seeking. And I think that every single thing in life, whether it be negative or positive, it's a learning, okay, opportunity. Mm-hmm. So if, if something has... Like, okay, I'm going to go this way. It's not a failure, right? It's another step closer to success. Absolutely. All right, we'll go with that. And then, after saying that, I'm going to go into a song that really reminds me of of my love life and my past experiences. Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, there you go. Tell you, simply the best. The West? Simply the West? Yes. Nice. Well, hello. You know what? We can make that a tag. We could. There we go. Edge Radio, simply the West. Oh, <laughs> shocking, Wade. I've got some problems. But <laughs> I'm here to fix some of them, and that's what you're here for. Uh, you know, you think you're in here for a radio program to, to help bring, you know, I don't know, uh, a balance of humanity? No. I just, just cheap therapy I for you, and I, I can't it? afford therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, buddy. All right, let's do a little circling here. Um, and and Let's go back through some of the issues we've talked
0: about. Okay, so there's a couple of things that I didn't sort of mention when we were talking about the um, like, love and lust thing. The important thing about the lust, and this is a great one to get your head around, Mm -hmm. is the lust is when you're first meeting. It's all really full-on and intense, then as that fades and passion comes in, Mm -hmm. the wonderful thing about passion is if you keep that alive, Mm -hmm. it makes the love deeper and the like stronger. Okay, now you've confused me. Okay, Maybe this is where I'm going wrong because I I
1: get the old lust and the passion and I get that and roll that into a big bit of Mm Play-Doh. Is that maybe a mistake?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're sort of the same animal. Okay. All right. Uh So the lust portion Mm -hmm. is more uncontrolled. It's unconscious. It's basically your hormones. Gotcha. Again, that could be the problem. Could be. So the passion part, and this is easier as you get older. Right. Because the lust isn't quite as strong because we don't have the raging hormones of teenagers. Yep. Yep. So the passion tends to be something that, for us, carries a lot more depth. Yeah, okay. All right? So lust is very primal. Mm -hmm. Passion is where you get the depth, you get the emotion. So things like when you're young, you're just having sex. Sure. Then as the passion comes in, it deepens the sex and it moves into lovemaking. So you're really present, you've got a lot more emotions involved, and it takes it to a whole new level. So that's where the passion's important. Okay. So it makes the love deeper. And the mm-hmm. like broader. Okay. You find more things to enjoy about your partner. Makes sense. And the other thing as well, at the start I mentioned, you've got to have them in balance.
1: Yeah, that's a big thing.
0: All right. So I've made this mistake as well where you, you'll miss one of them mm-hmm. and, or not put as much work into it. Right. And if you have like and love, you don't have a lot of emotional depth. Okay. Okay. Because there's not that lust or the passion or anything like that. That makes sense. And if you have the lust and the love, well, you don't have enough like, so there's disparity, you don't have enough things in common, you don't enjoy each other's company as much, so therefore you don't really want to be with them.
1: I I mean, I had a moment (coughs) – I I completely understand that. I had a moment actually with somebody you know I I believed I loved and all that kind of carry on Mm -hmm. and been together for years. And then, yes, I I had a moment where I was sitting there once with them at dinner and thought – Oh my God! Like, okay, what do we have in common? Exactly, and that it's a, it's a, mm, it smacks you in the head. It does. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's a, it's a hard one to accept. It is. Yes. Because it's like, have I been lying to myself and them? And clearly, you have been.
1: Yes. Right. Like, and it's hard to accept and well accept that reality to yourself, right? You know, you've got to you've got to be honest with yourself. So maybe I wasn't the most emotionally intelligent person there.
0: It does take practice. Mm, Yeah. Okay, and the other thing is if you've got like and love, well, you don't have any passion and you're not – you don't want to sort of take things to a deeper level or a broader level, so therefore it doesn't expand or grow. No. Yeah, all so right? it's different. And what you touched on is very true, is we all at our core, mm. every single one of us wants to be loved. Of course. So even if that's not in an intimate relationship, we want people that care about us, that value us, that want us in their lives. Couldn't agree more. So sometimes when we meet people, and I know I've done this, where you'll meet someone and you'll go, I like them. Mm. I don't know if there's love there. There's probably lust. But, yeah, I'll see how it goes. (laughs) and that's not really fair on either of you. Oh, look, sometimes it's okay.
1: Sometimes you can If meet, it's mutually yeah, agreeable, yeah, sometimes if if people meet and you go this is <laughs> this is going to be a hell of a weekend or a three a three week thing or whatever. Yes. But if you're both aware of that, that's okay. Yes. I think.
0: But, but yeah. I'm talking about the in your head you're like, yeah, I'm not that much into them. Oh god, don't. No, that, no, no, that's dodge. Is yeah. that's one of those things where you're wasting your time, your energy, your mm. emotions, investing in a relationship that's ultimately not going to work. Of course. And and it's not fair on them because then that gives them a heap of stuff to deal with at the end where they go, well, see, so you were lying to me all along. You never really loved me. Yeah. And again, okay. this is the we don't get taught this stuff. We don't. No.
1: They could have taught us that and how to do our taxes. That's what we needed. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, you have accountants for taxes, but yeah, unfortunately, true, true. yeah, well, you have others, but never mind. <laughs> so, I mean, I would love to see as a curriculum at school mm. life skills. Oh, how how important e- would that even be? just touching on it or bringing it up, because they do like sex education of classes course. at sc- yep. school, but it's just the old this is the male bits, these mm-hmm. are the female bits, it's the in-out, that's it. Yep. It's just like, well, what about all the emotions and connection and oh, what works for you? So complex. Ex- but they don't touch on no, any they of don't.
1: that. Absolutely, they don't. Yes, you know, that's so and, true. And the
0: sad thing is your parents probably don't know any better than you anyway. No, no. I think, look, um, we're all just practicing.
1: Like We're actually just out there having a practice. I don't think we ever get it right. Um, you can get close.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. You've got to
1: have goals. <laughs> mm, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah.
0: Well, I saw one today. I can't remember his name. The actor Josh Brolin's dad. Yeah. His what? His dad. Oh. Um, married to Barbara yes, Streisand. Yes, yes, yes. I know who you're talking
1: about. Yeah. I yeah.
0: yeah. can't remember his first name. always struggle with it. Anyway. It mate. Yep. He said he loves her so much, mm. he wants her to be his partner in their next life. Oh, that's a bit cute. I know, yeah. isn't it? Uh, but they've been together forever. Yeah, like a yeah, really it's like long time—thirty or forty years, yeah, or Which, like,
1: in celebrity, like that's four, five hundred years in celebrity. Exactly.
0: Man. Exactly. <laughs> wow. So, and that's ultimately what we should all be striving for—is that one where you love that person so much, you just love being with them. You enjoy everything about sure. them. They might still annoy you and frustrate you and piss you off. And that's okay. It's part of life, right? Exactly. You just got to be aware that's part of the package. Exactly. So if we all got to that stage, I think we'd all be a lot better off. So, thoroughly that's agree with you. It's just my opinion.
1: One. Yeah. No. Good call.
0: Anyway, circling back again. Because we're doing, I feel like we're doing horse riding or something. Yeah, round back, round
1: back. When you say circle back, okay, shows different coming from different places. You know, what I I hear what do you that hear? Really annoying uh, press secretary from the US, not the one, the current one, the one before. She, the redheaded one, she used to go always. Uh, Jen Saki, uh, Jen Saki, that's her name. She said, "We'll circle back to that." Every time there's a question, <laughs> she didn't want to answer. We'll circle back to that. No, you, you're just not going to answer. And you're going to run out the door. But there you go. Yeah, that's what it means. I don't it's want to it, answer. No, exactly. You have the right to remain silent. Please do.
0: (laughs) And so we were talking before about Mm. toxic relationships. Well, a show ago, earlier we were talking about how to sort of deal with a person that's run out on you. Yep. Toxic relationships is always a tricky one. I'm very careful of what I label things. Okay. And I don't like the term... Toxic relationships okay. because mm. it implies there's something wrong with someone. There's something That's poisonous. Yeah, there's something okay. damaging. There's something very unsavory. Now, mm. I was my second marriage was a relationship that was certainly not pleasant okay. for either of us. Sure. I wouldn't call it toxic. Okay. Because both of us, even though by that stage I'd been learning for like 10 years to try and figure this out, I hadn't started putting things together yet. Okay. To make sense. So, both of us had a toolbox. I had a hammer and she had a, you know. Chainsaw. <laughs> screwdriver. So, it was one of those things where mm. between us, we had no chance of yeah. getting that connection or dealing with things or comprehending what the other if one's you're coming going you from through.
1: completely different places, you know what? You could be two of the most awesome human beings on earth. Exactly. If you haven't got the chemistry, yeah, if it yeah.
0: doesn't fit. And, it, and it's not fair to the relationship, to call it toxic, no, but sometimes feels pretty honest. That's the problem. It, it does. Yes. The trouble is, though, if you label as, as it as that, mm. you're going to deal with it as that. Yeah, true. And Very it's true. it's not what it is. It's the poor tools that need upgrading. Okay. So it's understanding that you're doing the best you can, they're doing the best you can, and between you, you're both doing a pretty crap job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's not that, like you said, either of you are nasty people or no. anything like that. We're doing the best we can. So in a so-called toxic relationship, mm-hmm. or how about we go with an ineffective relationship? Oh, I look,
1: at you using the fancy words. Okay, I know. Yep.
0: More than one <laughs> syllable, I'm struggling. So an ineffective ineffective relationship is one where you struggle to communicate, you struggle to comprehend, yep. you're struggling to connect. And therefore, it's going to be a lot of hard, hard work. Makes sense. Of course it does. So thought. develop some skills, you've got a better chance of it succeeding. Get better tools, you've got a better chance of dealing with the issues. Everything in life
1: is a case of, look... <laughs> Knowledge is power, okay? Absolutely. as simple as that. If you have the knowledge about whether it be relationships or, or finances or this or that or cars or whatever, yep. um, you can do a far better job if you've got the right tools. Again, and I you will know, obviously use your analogy, which is a brilliant one, right? Chopping down a tree with a hammer, is it's going to work, but by
0: God, you're
1: going to put some effort
0: in. Oh, yes. It's going to take a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was knackered at the end, I can tell you. <laughs> so, and, and that's why I keep using that analogy is mm. not just because it's – Absurd Right Because it sounds like The sort of thing I like- don't
1: think it is I honestly think It's a, it's a bit of a beauty Actually Because it, it hits the nail on the head To me Boom 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 It's a tray on I the head I didn't even mean that one There you go But, it, but it's true Because okay if you, if you haven't got The right tools mm-hmm. Okay whether, In anything in life You are going to struggle Yes. Right, and we keep going into relationships, and we keep thinking we've got the right bids, and no, no, we haven't. Right, you know, you, you're literally you are running in there with the wrong tools. And I think that what a wonderful thing about this show is that um, you know you're, you're bringing these things to us, and it's a case of I remember there was an album um, called once, um, it's called New Light Through Old Windows. It was Christa Berg, I believe.
0: I haven't heard of that one. No, That's a they, good
1: title. It's a great title. I like that because uh, I think a lot of us certainly I can talk from my, my own point of view here is you know we know the tools like we 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 know what we're doing wrong or we know what we're seeking is wrong or whatever, but. You just need an opportunity and sometimes you need someone just to lay it out in front of you Mm. and you see it differently and you go, oh, hello, and you you smack yourself in the back of the head and go, right, it's time to do things differently. But if you don't have that catalyst, you just keep rolling on.
0: Exactly. And for me, when I started, a lot of these things I didn't even know that I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Like the first show when I was talking about the five stages of a relationship, Mm -hmm. when I was reverse engineering it and trying to figure it out, like I said, I typed into – my internet browser, yep. stages of a relationship, and there were three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and that one was the one that for me made sense. But until I read that one, mm-hmm. all I was just like, no, 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 and then I read hers and went, oh. That's only, it. Yeah. So now I knew that I didn't know, and now I knew I can actually work on but it. you found the bit that fit. Okay. Yes. Simple as that. But I, at first, I didn't know that there were stages to a relationship. No. Really? I thought you were just in one. Oh, look, to me, I mean, I've always jumped into
1: relationships like I'm jumping into a ball pit, right? You mm. know, and, and this, you know... And you get in there, and obviously it's it's kind of bedlam because you're going in there, and you haven't got these stages. Yes. I I
0: never considered the stages. No way. Yeah. Mm. And so that was the sort of thing that when I came across it, I went from not knowing that I didn't know to now knowing that I didn't know, and then I could do something about it and reverse engineer it, and make sense of it, and go, ah, oh, the power mm, that struggle. Makes sense, yeah. Oh, that's I was going to mention before you were busy talking. So mm-hmm. when you were talking about um, the struggle part and. Mm-hmm. That mate of mine, even though that relationship didn't work and down the track they may have had problems, it's that power struggle comes back up again. Okay. So even if that relationship had worked, that power struggle would come up. Of course. You know, I mean, I still get it in mind. It's nowhere near as, as tense as it used to be. Yeah. And it's one of those things where we talk about it, we work through it, and two, three minutes later it's done and we're okay. How good is it that you can knock it over that quickly? Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea. Yeah. Okay. Don't fall asleep in an argument. Yeah, that's right. Stay up all night and fight. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it was. It was. It was the case of wake up and literally, within a minute, be arguing again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's just some loop. Comes home from work. Mm -hmm. Starts. Mm-hmm. We're talking about 7 o'clock, yep. 2, 3 o'clock the next morning still going. Oh, gee, sounds like fun. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbe- I look back now and go, I know you only had a hammer, but you didn't have to keep using it. Just put it back in the toolbox and shut up. <laughs> yeah, look,
1: I think um, look, a lot of women out there are chasing the hammer, but they're chasing Thor. Yes. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, they're going to find Pee Wee Herman out there. But, you know, you get what you get, I guess, <laughs> what you put out there. Hey, guess what, mate? We we finished our time today. Can you believe it? No. That? Yes. No. I, I I would not fib about these things. <laughs> uh, so uh, we've got a lot more to cover next week and the week after and the week after that. I, I'm looking at your notes. Know, my word, you look so organised. What I'm going to do? Only on the surface. On the surface, yeah, you are that duck. <laughs> but I, I thought we'd finish on a song. I actually jumped on uh, and and organised it in the meantime because we talked about. You know, the relationships and the power struggles. And we talk about, our, I mean, I'm, I'm a, a great lover of, of, you know, of music being so powerful in your life. Mm. Um, and yeah, you talk about power, you're talking about passion. We're going to have to play. <gasps> yes, it's going to happen. It's Edge Radio Australia. It's all about relationships. It's a special version don't no this, mate. It's a biggie. Oh, yeah. Wait for it. Here we go. Robbie Hurst on the drums there. Here comes Peter. I'll tell you right now. You throw your washing in, it's going to get absolutely edge you.